Hey guys, this is Liz, and you're listening to episode 14 of Tacos and Tales. Welcome back to Tacos and Tales, a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiast. I'm Jane, and this is my sister, Liz. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Uh, We are so happy to be back after being incubators for the plague all week. Um, It was really gross, and we didn't want to subject you guys to our mucusy voices. So we're so happy to be back, and we hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. A couple of housekeeping items before we get the party started. This is our penultimate up episode um, for season one of Tacos and Tales. We will be uh, doing our season finale on December 4th. Uh-huh. And we will be returning on January 1st, which incidentally is Liz's birthday, <gasps> as well as tacos, <laughs> as well as tacos, as well as Taco Tuesday. So it's going to be a good day, and we're so excited to be premiering season two of Tacos and Tales. Yes, I am so, so happy and excited that my birthday is on Taco Tuesday. Like, I couldn't have asked for more. <laughs> like, honestly, my life is complete. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to contribute to our Patreon so that we can hook ourselves up with some tacos, that would be cool or whatever. Yes, you can find our Patreon page at Tacos and Tales. And, um... Just give us a little love out of your hearts and your wallets. (laughs) (laughs) Hope everybody did some Black Friday shopping. I did my version of Black Friday shopping this year and kind of just went to a couple of different websites and put a shit ton of stuff in my cart and then never checked out. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully you got all the way through to actually purchasing your items (laughs) as I did not. I think I have like $300 worth of stuff on Macy's. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I didn't feel like I needed anything or like I wanted anything that bad. So because we only have two episodes left of Tacos and Tales, we're going to go... For 2018, let's specify that. I am sorry. For 2018, we will be back. Um, We are going to start talking about Christmas. You hear Christmas music in the stores. Um, Sunny 99.1 already started their uh, continuous Christmas, so we're going to talk about a couple of different, um, couple of different Christmas stories. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't think, because Christmas is like such a happy holiday, um, that there are so many dark origins of Christmas, and so many dark and, um, almost evil entities that are surrounded mm-hmm. around Christmas. I mean, I think everything has uh, the other side of a coin, so you can't have all that jolliness without the dark. Bum, bum, bum. I think for 2019, our New Year's resolution will be to get some sound effects. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I kind of enjoy doing our own sound effects. (laughs) Also, for 2019, guys, we... um, So the way we set up our episodes now is we pick a topic each episode... Um, but I think we're kind of cutting ourselves short in that aspect. And so what we're going to do is each month will be a new topic. So that'll be something new and hopefully fun. 
Yeah, I think we have a lot of new and exciting things planned for 2019. Um, this year was kind of just getting our footing in the podcasting world, and we've had a really good um, we've had really good feedback. So we definitely appreciate that. So without further ado, Liz, would you like to start with on your story? Um, no. Wow, that was very intense page turn. <laughs> So I am going to, so what I wanted to do for this episode was I kind of wanted to take a couple of well-known, <laughs> sorry, hopefully for 2019, Jane's resolution will be not to click her pen during a podcast recording. <laughs> Can somebody send me a fidget spinner? <laughs> um, so what I wanted to do was kind of take items that are well-known in in Christmas and kind of see if they have dark um, origins and I, my research did not disappoint um, have you ever kissed somebody no <laughs> <laughs> under the mistletoe oh. under the mistletoe <laughs> no <Just kidding. laughs> gets triggered <laughs> either just tell your fucking story me either well, you don't feel bad because did you know that mistletoe is actually a parasite? A parasite? A parasite. Okay. Uh, a parasite spread by bird poop. No! <laughs> so, mistle <clears throat> means dung in Anglo-Saxon and toe means twig or stick. So, basically poop stick. <laughs> So honestly, I'm happy that nobody has kissed me under any poop sticks. <laughs> I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus underneath the big poop stick last night. <laughs> that went on far too long. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, isn't that crazy? So basically what happens is I guess birds will poop on the... Twigs. Oh, we're really going to go into depth with this. Yes, okay, yes, yes. Okay. Birds will go on, will poop onto the twigs, and then from that will, like, I don't know, turn into a parasite, and that parasite is the mistletoe. And so, um, in England, some believed that Christ's cross was made for mistletoe, hmm. and at that time, uh, it was actually, like, a whole tree. And that's how it was able to become a cross, because it was a whole tree, not just, like, a small thing. Um, but ever since the crucif- um, crucifixion, it has since only existed as a parasite. Wow, that's interesting. So, whole tree, crucifixion, then this tree turns into a parasite. And that's um, <clears throat> what some people in England, in England believed. Um, before that, in Norse myths, in Norse mythology, Baldur, son of Odin, and the goddess Frigg, uh, dreamt his death, which made him very depressed. So Frigg had the same dream, and so she made every object on Earth vow not to hurt her son Baldur, all except, guess, mistletoe. <laughs> all except mistletoe. Why mistletoe? You say. Good question, Jen. <laughs> Because it was too unimportant and unthreatening. Oh my gosh. So when Loki, which is the god of mischief, found out, he made an arrow and went to the place where everyone was throwing things at Baldur. Because apparently 
it became their favorite pastime because nothing would hit him. It would just kind of bounce off of him. So they were throwing like rocks and spears and all this different kind of stuff at him. Um, so he gave this arrow that he made um, to Baldur's brother, the blind god Hur. And uh, he actually shot and killed Baldur. <laughs> what? So going back to our 13th episode, remember when I said that 13 people sitting at a table could come from Norse mythology where there was 12 gods and a 13th god showed up. Mm-hmm. And, and one would one end up dead. Mm-hmm. One ended up dead. So that uh, meal or whatever is said to have been in honor of Baldur, who was killed by Floki's arrow. arrow. Floki? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Not sure why Liz is malfunctioning over here. Because I'm watching too much Vikings. <laughs> and if y'all watch Vikings, y'all know that Floki is one of the characters in Vikings. <laughs> uh, me and my brother have been binging this uh, show over Thanksgiving break. But um, <clears throat> Loki was uh, one of the gods. Or, I'm sorry, Loki was the 13th god. Uh, according to a happier version that was also told, Frigg cried onto the arrow and her tears turned into white berries and she placed those berries on Baldur's wound and she was so happy that he came back to life with that that she blessed the mistletoe and promised a kiss to all who passed under it oh that's like oddly cool so that's that's said to be the origin of why people kiss under the mistletoe and so from there of course in, uh, in ancient times they would take those stories and hang mistletoe over their door in hopes that if they passed under it, that Frigg would come and kiss them. Cool. Mistletoe was banned in churches because of its pagan origins. I was reading a lot about um, different origins and stuff, and it's just so interesting how, like, pagan beliefs kind of melded with Christianity, and, you know, they kind of just picked and choose what they liked. Yeah. And... Interesting. I don't think it's so much that they melded with it. I think it was because Christianity was forced upon everybody. Oh, damn. So, I mean, honestly, like, isn't that interesting, though? Yeah, very. I I expected it to be, like, a short paragraph, like, oh, mistletoe, and then I was going to do, like, Kali, and then I was going to do something <laughs> else. But it was a whole story in itself. No, yeah, that's... So I thought that was pretty interesting. So next time you're standing under the mistletoe, just be lucky that Loki didn't stab you and you're not dying. Yeah, or... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Frank will come and give you a kiss. Because honestly, if Frigg doesn't come and give me a kiss, there's nobody to kiss me. So, <laughs> so do you want to love So do you want to tell your story now or do you want to do a taco break? Um, I think I'm ready for a taco, taco break. So what do y'all do with y'all's Thanksgiving leftovers? I've heard people put, um, put it in pot pie. I've oh. heard people make sandwiches. With the moist maker. <laughs> I hate sandwiches. Um, oh, I've, I love a good sandwich. Oh, I've heard people make stew with it. Like they put... Hmm. Uh-huh. Um, that sounds yummy. Mm-hmm. What do y'all do with your leftovers? That sounds good. 
Um, so what we like to do with our leftovers, one of the things we like to do is to make turkey flautas. And we've talked about flautas before and basically they're rolled tortillas and you fill them with any kind of meat that you'd like and then you fry them. So good. And so that's what we did with our turkey leftovers. Um, we made turkey flautas, we made some salsa. <laughs> And uh, I, because the romaine lettuce has been poisoned, <laughs> um, we had like a little box of greens and uh, I made a quick little salad with some red onion and some olive oil and vinegar just for kind of a um, acidic element since everything <laughs> else was so heavy. And um, we had rice and beans and some cotija cheese which is a Mexican cheese. It's a white, hard, smelly cheese. And it was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, so we'll be posting that on our Instagram for you guys to enjoy. And maybe if you have still some leftover turkey leftover, <laughs> for your leftovers, you can leftover it. <laughs> Department of Redundancy <laughs> over here. And I'm the one drinking wine. Um, you Maybe you can make your own turkey flautas. Or turkey tacos, like if you don't feel like frying it and doing all that. Like just cut up your leftover turkey, maybe put a little bit of the stuffing that you have in there. Um, put a little bit of garlic, seasoned salt, kind of saute it a little bit in the pan. Warm up your tortillas and you have amazing turkey tacos. Yum! But I said stuffing and I was, my yeah. sister who was, our other sister, Nell, she was talking about, um... Is it stuffing or is it dressing? And I I guess I'd never really thought about it, but I have always say stuffing. But I think we say stuffing just because our stuffing is always inside the turkey. Right. And if it's outside of the turkey, then it's dressing. That makes absolute sense, Jane. Yes. Thank you so much. So um, we have single-handedly <laughs> ended the debate of stuffing or dressing. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, so if you guys try that out, let us know, send us a picture, and, uh, I think that con concludes our taco break. Taco break! So, what kind of, uh, traumatic entity are you going to grace us with, Jane? I will be gracing you with the infamous Mr. Krampus. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. For those of you that don't know, they actually did make a movie about Krampus. And when I sat down to watch it, I really had no expectations of like what the movie would be. I had no idea. I just knew that it was a Christmas movie. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's so scary, so weird. So if you, have, if you haven't seen it, um, rent it or do whatever, stream it. It's really good, really different. I honestly had low expectations of it going in just mm -hmm. because I feel like sometimes trailers, they don't do justice to movies yeah. and they only show like the silly parts yes. or the dumb parts mm -hmm. and you're kind of just like, mm. so I watched it and uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I think Actually, it was really good. Kind of a terrifying movie in some at some point. Yeah, it was, I guess you definitely always expect like a happy ending and... A spoiler alert, but it's very good, and definitely we recommend <laughs> that you guys watch that movie that just came out. I think it came out in 2000. Mm, it didn't just come out, it came out like 13, yeah. maybe. I don't know, yeah. But anyway, uh, watch it, it's good. Okay, so tell us all about Crumble. <laughs> 
story of Krampus is from Central European folklore. And I think we can all just agree that European folklore, for some reason, is just so much more creepy. I don't know why, I just feel like Europe is a big place, and for those stories to have spread so wide is, like, scary.com. Hmm. Maybe because it's older. I don't know. Older as opposed to what? As opposed to us, the United States. I think that's a discussion for another day. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) So Krampus is a half goat, half demon who punishes children who have misbehaved. He's Mm-mm. kind of like the um, Yang to uh, Santa or St. Nicholas or whatever you want to call him. Um, he's kind of like the other side of the coin. And so Mr. Krampus <laughs> is depicted as hairy, usually brown or black, with cloven hooves, horns of a goat, a long pointed tongue which lolls out of his mouth, and fangs and so he it said that on christmas he walks down the street uh clanging the chains that he's wrapped up in and um carries like um twigs and smacks all the kids that have been really (laughs) really bad and so for the kids who have been very misbehaved throughout the year he'll actually take them and murder them or drag them down to hell yes so in in Germany they actually have um what's called the Krampus loaf, Krampus loaf, <laughs> Krampus loaf, where young men dress up as Krampus and they um it's a Krampus run and they run through the um town. Cool. Uh huh. And so what Germans do is they actually kind of revere Krampus as kind of like another Santa Claus, and they'll send like um holiday greeting cards with him on there, and they're called uh. Krampus guard. <laughs> if you're German, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, and they'll they'll depict like Krampus with um, going after large bosoms women. <laughs> large, <laughs> large bosomed women, such as myself, <laughs> and um, and yeah, with so with these kids, the bad kids in his bag. Uh, so if you have not been good this year, Krampus is going to come after you. Or if you have some big old titties. <laughs> <laughs> Krampus is looking for you. Leave it in there. Um, so um, going back to the chains, they're thought to symbolize the binding of the devil. I'm so sorry if you haven't... <laughs> If you haven't listened to Tacos and Tales podcast um, and you're new around here, you'll learn that sometimes there's a pouring in the middle of our recording session, oh, and no. that is wine. Got it on my notes. <laughs> my God. Um, so yeah, so he carries chains that symbolize the binding of the devil by the church. Hmm. Um, and it's also customary to offer Krampus schnapps. So instead of leaving, instead of leaving out cookies and milk, You'll leave out some good old schnapps. Like peppermint schnapps? Mm-hmm. Um, Krampus is said to be the son of Hel, which is the goddess of Hel in Norse, Norse mythology. 
Hmm, so, so much he, Norse mythology. I know. I'm so interested in Norse mythology. So he comes up, um, and he walks along with St. Nick. And while St. Nick is being jolly and good, he snatches your kids huh. and takes them away. Honestly, I'm not mad at him. That's interesting. So yeah. it's like, if you're a parent, you're like, oh, be good because Santa is coming. Or if you're bad, then Krampus is going to whip you and take uh-huh. you to hell. Yep, and dismember you. Yep. I mean, I, I'm with Sounds it. Sounds legit. Yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that's the story of Krampus. And like I said, watch the movie. It's really good. And, um, yeah. Interesting. Well, thanks for sharing that terrifying little tidbit of Thank Christmas. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, speaking of movies, a movie that we always watch during, um, but the... Are we going to do Christmas movie recommendations also, Liz? Yeah, Jane. Okay. Since we only have two episodes. <laughs> <clears throat> but honestly, y'all, if you have never watched and or read A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens then are you even living? Because <laughs> honestly, guys, like, that movie will put you in the mood or in the spirit. The hell? Um, <laughs> and it's it's a movie that was introduced to us by Hashtag Taco Mom from a, a young age, and it's just always instilled in us to kind of watch it during the Christmas season, and it really just makes you feel very Christmassy and yeah. shows you the true, the true meaning, meaning of Christmas. Christmas yeah. And so we've actually already watched an episode, or an episode, but one of the versions that we like. Yeah, yeah. just to kind of get you in the spirit, get you going. Yeah, because honestly, guys, the world is, sucks, and it's a horrible place, but if you remember that there's magic in the world, then you'll, you're going to be okay. But um, Probably not, <clears throat> but you can watch movies in the meantime. So anyway, so if you have not watched A Christmas Crow, we definitely recommend that you do so this yeah, Christmas any, season. Yeah, any version is good, I think. So what is your story about, Liz? So my story has to deal with somebody who's a little bit similar to Krampus. Okay. Um, and he comes, he hails from <laughs> the northern and eastern France. I wonder if it picked it up. For those of you who didn't hear that, the wind is making the super creepy um sound. <laughs> it's blowing so hard. I hope y'all can That's hear it. That's what she said. <laughs> and his name is Le Pierre Le Foutard. I think. Oh yes, Le Pierre Foutard. <laughs> exactly. Or Father Whipper, <gasps> aka the Christmas Cannibal. <laughs> um, he is one of St. Nicholas's henchmen, uh, and he has a medieval origin. Um, so, it is said that starting around 1150, the tale was told that he was an innkeeper, and one day three rich boys came to stay. He, along with his wife, decided to slit their throats and <laughs> steal their money. As you do. As you do. Honestly, why didn't he just hold him for ransom? He could have gotten, like, a lot more money from their parents. Not now. Okay. He decided to carve them up and put them in a pickling juice. One variation said that it was a stew that he put them in. It is said that St. Nicholas showed up and Père Foutard offered him some of the meat. When St. Nick saw what he had done, he resurrected the boys and sent them back home. 
After seeing his power and how great St. Nicholas was, Père Futard repented for his sins and became St. Nick's eternal servant. Um, he is described as a large brute in black robes, um, and he has either a black or a red beard, and he carries a martinet, which is a large type of whip, ready to beat. Any child who is talks back to their parents or is just naughty or bad, um, he is said to accompany St. Nicholas on December 6th, which is St. Nicholas Day. So St. Nicholas hands out the toys to the good kids and Père Futard whoops the shit out of them. <laughs> so what the heck? So in France, it's St. Nicholas is coming or Père Futard will whip you if you talk back. In case you... Martine. <laughs> I can't think of a French name. <laughs> Pierre. Okay. <laughs> Hello, French friends. I don't think we've had a, a download in France. Oh. Goodbye, French friends. Goodbye, <laughs> 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 resistance. <laughs> um, so, in 1930, which is... 800 and... <laughs> 20 years after the original (laughs) origin story, uh, he made his first appearance in the U.S. under the name Father Flog or Spanky. No. Mm -hmm. Although he stemmed from the French Christmas character, he didn't have anything to do with Christmas, but rather punished kids for lying by cutting out their tongues along with his wife, Mother Flog. So I saw they have like this whole cartoon and it's basically like the adventures of Mother Flog and Father Flog or whatever it is. Oh my god! And so they're doing like, if a kid is bad, they'll take them in their knapsack back with them to hell. Oh my god! Yeah, and so. Oh wow! Yeah, so that is uh, the story of Pierre. I keep saying Pierre, Pierre Futard or. Father Whipping. Father Whipper. <laughs> Father Whipping? <laughs> Thanks for sharing. That was um, actually really interesting. Yeah, and I that's why probably those kids all grew up traumatized and ruined the economy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had never heard of this guy. So I thought it was pretty interesting to yeah. read about him. Okay, well, thanks for sharing. I hope you guys learned something new today. Yeah. And are definitely in the Christmas spirit now. I am. There's nothing, nothing says Christmas, like whipping kids or what what does Krampus do? He also whips them and takes them to hell. He whips them and takes them to hell. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) But if you're not that bad, he'll just leave you cold. So, when you say not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, so hopefully you can take these stories and tell them to your children. Tell them to your friends. And maybe just tell them as you sit by your tree and sip some eggnog and talk about Krampus and how he's going to take you to hell. Or about how Père Futard will slice your throat and then pickle you and try to sell you to Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so we're excited to share some more um, scary Christmas stories with y'all. If you have any that you want us to talk about, send them on over. You can send them to um, us via DM. You can slide in our DMs on Instagram. Or you can email them to tacos, the letter N, tales at gmail.com. Um, if you have any supernatural encounters you'd like to share with us, that would be a good place to send them as well. And if you haven't, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at tacos, the letter N, tales podcast. I'll be posting some fun facts about Christmas and the holidays surrounding Christmas, not only Christmas. Um, and, uh, yeah. Oh, and also we're on Twitter, tacos and tales. But honestly, guys, I don't really tweet that much, so. <laughs> but, um, thanks to guys. Thanks to guys. <laughs> thanks to guys. <laughs> it's me, Mario. Stop. <laughs> But thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you on next episode on the season finale of Tacos and Tales. Bum, ba-da.